Welcome to the North Shore Nine Podcast, episode number 127. I am Ryan Alexander. Along with me, as always, is Anthony DiNardo. DiNardo, it's game five of the World Series, and David Freeze and Stephen Pierce both have homered. It's, uh, it's game over for the World Series, is what it is, Ryan. <laughs> I clearly lost that bet. The Red Sox, baby, I think. I don't know. Yeah, so when uh, when should the uh, the listeners exp- uh, expect your head to be shaved? <laughs> we did not bet on that. Which, we unfortunately, did we didn't bet on anything. Well, you're backing out of the shaved head now? I, I made it loud and clear that was not <laughs> going to happen. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I think uh, we'll have to check the tape. I think you said I'll, we'll do it. Check the tape, like it's 1987. <laughs> Check the tape. I did not say anything about this <laughs> luscious hair. Unbelievable! Back it out, this guy. No, no. But uh, what, I, I am pissed though. That I mean, even though I lost, I'm still pissed. We did not come to a conclusion. The fans <laughs> loser let us down once again. Put out there on Twitter, what do you want it to be? But no, for real, uh, we didn't bet on anything. So. Twitter has been uh, has been dead recently, has Yo, it not? What's up with that? I mean, what's I, up I, with that? Like, I get it. The Pirates' season is over. Like, I don't know if people are just like, but like, people still tweet. Like, we still tweet. People are tweeting the Steelers. People are tweeting, you know, just anything. But I don't know. It's been like, it's just been dead on there, like interactive wise. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like a letdown. I don't know. Maybe the Steelers need to do a little bit better. Could that be it? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's no pirates. That's that's been miserable. The Steelers have been miserable for the first part. Now they're coming back alive. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Another pen. Another First place. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, you know, they start off slow. You know, maybe they start off hot. Everyone in Pittsburgh be excited, but they're not. Right. But I don't know. The pens are back. Maybe you know. Maybe there's some better things in our way now. Well, if you're gonna back off of the shaved head and you won't do that, oh, what about on. what about if the Red Sox finish it off? Um, you have to grow the mullet back out. <laughs> so hold on. <laughs> the only thing I get is either a shaved head or a mullet. Really? <laughs> That's right. The mullet's kind of tempting, though. I'll say that. <laughs> and you've, the you've unfortunate thing is, right, I'm not saying like, oh, maybe I'll do it. it's tempting again. That means I would have to do it again, yeah. which means I had a mullet once before. Yes. These Leonardo are all facts. had a mullet, which was the logo of your fantasy Damn, football team Daniel. for years. That's it, the Miami Mighty Mullets. True story. <laughs> That's right. True story. Speaking of fantasy football, Donardo, and oh, you losing. No. Um, so we always, you know, real briefly talk about the around the four one two league. And uh the the uh, I think you put it how, how did you word it uh, so elegantly? Um the most epic match fantasy football of, matchup of the like century. That. Something like yeah. that. Well, it is uh, currently 145 to 125. Uh, North Shore 9 is in the lead of Donardo's dugout. And I have an 83% chance of winning. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. You got Your only hope is left with Josh Gordon, which who knows what happens next week or I can't, tomorrow night. Honestly, I can't but, wait till he comes and just blows up for 30 points and I beat you by like point three. <laughs> That would suck. Because you do have Kamara, who's already 11.9 in right now. Yeah, he's already scored. So It was a good matchup, though. I mean, both our teams did what we thought they'd do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like you blew me out because my team sucked. My team actually has put up a good good fight. Yeah. But maybe I should have started Marvin Jones. I was just looking. I'm like, (laughs) Marvin Jones is on your bench with 30. 
Yeah, that doesn't help. How about where are the people in this league? I have Patrick Mahomes that I have to start. He scores 30-some points a week. And I got Andrew Luck on my bench just scoring 30 every week. Somebody offer me a deal. I'll, I'll trade you Rodgers <laughs> for Luck straight up. <laughs> yeah. Who, like, who needs a quarterback in this league? Come on, I bro. do. I do. And I have Andrew Luck. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. You give me Marvin Jones. I don't know. Give me Zach Ertz. Okay. How about Probably Marlon? How about old Mac? Oh, that's my boy. He's killing it. Yep. So anyway, anyway nobody cares about fantasy football, though. No it's one not, does somebody. care about your team, Ryan. <laughs> Specifically your team. Well, I care that but, I beat you, so there you go. Yeah. So around the 412 Football League. Um, eh, that sucks, too, man. That really does, because like it, it drove me crazy. I have, I'm actually doing well in points. Shocking. That's like my mo. Like I'm up there in points, but I end up at like a losing record. So it's all about wins. Four sir. and three now. About to be four and four because I ran into you. By the way, I, I was kind of wondering this because yeah, we're we're both four and three, so it was a battle of four and three teams. But how many make the playoffs? Is this one of those leagues where like everybody makes it or like eight? I don't know. I don't think we'll, we'll re- there'll be a rematch in the playoffs. Me and you. I hope so. I'm I'm ready for a rematch. I am. That's right. Obviously, because so we'll, I lost. We'll get there. And yeah. then there's Wagner to cut his team, which is in dead last four scores and seven beers ago. Um, I think his one win is against me, which sucks. But <laughs> That sounds about right. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, man. Well, enough about that. So the so Red yeah, Sox th- is going to win this World Series. What do you think about this David Freeze and Stephen Pierce? Well, I mean, why not? Why would it not be that way? Why would it not be that former Pirates are just going to go ahead and kill it in the in the World Series? Yep. I mean, I'm happy for Freeze. I certainly am. Pierce I, is I mean, just I that weird. I mean, I have no emotional tie to Pierce. I mean, it just is what it is. And I'm not really yeah. calling him like a Pirate. You know, he was here for like <laughs> right. a, a day and went to every other team in the NL yeah. and AL and probably overseas. And, and now he's in the World Series hitting home runs. So. Probably. That overseas. is what it is. Yeah, and and just a, a real quick side note as I tweeted this out, um, the I think that was game two, two or three. Um, three. David Freeze was batting third, and then I think Pierce was batting third or fourth in the lineup for the Red Sox that game. And you know, I I just had to go through and find some uh, some old tweets from this summer when people absolutely lost their shit. Oh when- man, you did you did God's work <laughs> that day, Ron. I do have to say that. Yeah, I was so, wondering my I, phone's blowing up. I'm like, oh, Ryan's on Twitter. Yeah, and then I saw that tweet. I'm like, oh, okay, I can get behind this one. Yeah, man. So I, I found tweets from back in June or July, somewhere around there, and it was people basically, oh, Hurdle, why does he keep starting? Freeze, DFA, freeze. He needs to be off this team. He's terrible. Real teams don't have him. No team would have him batting cleanup. Well, guess what? A big market team has him batting third in the World Series. Yeah. In game two of the World Series. So, I mean, look, it just just goes with what we've been saying all year. Guys like Freeze, uh, yeah, like they're on – every team has those kind of guys. Um, No, do I want Freeze starting 162 games? No. But he was a valuable piece to the Pirates. He had a good year. I mean, he had a pretty good year. Absolutely. For David Freeze standards at his age. And Anyone's the Dodgers standards. are I mean, using You can't, you can't knock ton. him on just because he's David Freeze or whatever. Like, anybody has that season, you know, if you're not, unless you're like some complete all-star. I mean, that's a solid season regardless. You, you need those guys on your team. 
<laughs> right. You know, you're and trying to acquire David Freezes on your team, such as the Dodgers at the trade deadline. They they traded to get this guy. <laughs> right. Yep. And uh, uh, it was funny because I, so I was tweeting all this out and I was retweeting and just roasting some people. And I love I got one tweet back that said, did you save those screenshots for like that for like six months? I'm like, no, like Twitter has a really good search feature, ladies and gentlemen. Right. You like go on there. Like I literally just typed in freeze and hurdle and that's all I needed. Like you just meanwhile, don't let just, Ryan fool you. I mean, no, maybe not physically. He didn't save that screenshot, but no, that's been in his head. That, that was saved up here. That's been tucked away <laughs> right. for quite now, some time. Now, I do save some screenshots, but that you, that's usually Pittsburgh media members that I'll save. Uh, you know, put it away for a rainy day. But, yeah, these ones, no, it's just, I mean, basically. And what the funny thing was, Donardo, was I had to scroll through the tweets about Freeze and Hurdle from August when people were also losing their shit because Hurdle wasn't playing Freeze enough. But from a month before that, they were mad because he was on the team. Right. So, I mean, you I mean know, we don't have to go too deep in this, but right. I mean, just to right. repeat ourselves for the billionth time. I mean, right. David Freeze is a good player, a player, albeit that shouldn't be starting every day. We, we saw that. I think, I mean, last year proved it when he had to play because of Jung Ho. You know, I mean, the, the guy's a great. Okay. I guess to the back of it, the guy's a really good baseball player. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> right. But, you know, he definitely belongs on a team, but, you know, he's not if you play him every day, you see what you saw last year, you know, so you have to play him in spurts. You have to play him and give him his rest and his days off and whatnot. And you get what he get this year, you know, like had Jung Ho been here last year or any other third baseman, you know, and you saw this, you, you would probably see this David freeze last year. You know, I'm not shocked by this by any means. You know, we, we said it, David freeze is good in a part-time role and that's what he was this year. And, and he's showing it. And here he is starting in a world series game today, hitting a home run. A couple of those, um, some shade to our uh, to our buddy uh, Mike in Illinois. Uh, a couple of those tweets, DFA freeze tweets, were from him. So I didn't. I decided not to roast him, and I just tweeted him. Uh, I think the the eye emoji. <laughs> oh, you should have roasted of, him. <laughs> of some of his tweets, but uh, yeah, I, he was I like, definitely. You know, <laughs> I would have done it. Screw you, Mike. But, yeah, Illinois. What do you know? Yeah, so it, it was fun. That was fun. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, David Free, Steve Pierce, Brock Holt. I mean, they're in the World Series. They're starting games. Teams, big market teams even even employ these guys. They even trade for them. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Donardo, let's let's kind of start our, our first um, segment here is we want to kind of, you know, World Series is winding down. We're going to be getting into the, the official offseason. You know, we're going to have options. Teams are deciding on options. We're going to have arbitration and all that. So we decided we'll dive into, which I'm sure we'll do a ton of the times in the next three, four months. But we're going to dive into some payroll discussion and kind of break break down next year's payroll. We have um, MLB Trade Rumors does their, like, uh, projected arbitration totals, which, you know, they're projected, but they're usually pretty spot on. So they 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 sort of they have a system down and it's pretty good. So, um, so we, we have those totals for the couple of the arbitration guys we have. So we figured we go through the roster and basically see what what the Pirates have on the books as far as the you know guaranteed contracts, um, and then the pre-arb guys we kind of we kind of estimate as well. 
Um, you know, that, that that's one that's always like, eh, a guy gets like a $10,000 raise, but you never really hear about it, you know, until like, until unless, like the season. Unless he doesn't get that raise and your name's Garrett Cole. <laughs> Garrett then Cole you hear it. about yeah. it. Then but other than that, nobody it. hears or cares. <laughs> the Pirates only gave Garrett Cole a $10,000 raise? Yeah, right. It's like they didn't have to give him anything. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. So, yeah, so let's get into the payroll. So I, I just basically took one of our, our Excel spreadsheet that we had used last year for the website and uh, deleted some names. <laughs> and, you know, two of those names were Jay and Mercer, which was nice. Um, so, so I deleted those names and added the arbitration guys like Dickerson, Kella. Um, I think there were only three. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, I think Dickerson, I just closed the thing, of course. Dickerson, Kella, and actually Feliz, which I'm not, there's not even a guarantee that Feliz is going to be on the roster, at least the 25-man roster next year. Yep. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think Feliz is at, like, his project- projections at, like, 900,000, so it's not it's not much. Yeah, but, th- I mean, there isn't much. And, and, right, there's four. There's Dickerson, Kella, Feliz, and then technically Ryan LaVarnway. Yeah, he's not making the team. So, right. So I, I wasn't even going to mention him. <laughs> there is four, but right. So, it's down to them three. And like you said, I mean, I, I realistically think it might just be two as well. I don't know right. if Feliz really has a lock on this, even though he's part of that trade. And, and you, you know, you liked a lot of stuff that you saw from him, you know, the the metrics and, and like the stuff that he has. But he just really hasn't brought it. And the way this bullpen set up, I don't know, like you said, if you really can guarantee that spot for him. Yeah, I think Santana's injury and the fact that Nevarakis has been a complete disaster mm. in 2008. I mean, not that Feliz hasn't been. Right. But, I mean, Nevarakis, you can kind of throw him down. I would and, rather and have still... Feliz than Nevarakis if that's what like, you're saying. Like, right. I, I I trust a turnaround more from Feliz and the stuff that he has opposed from Nevarakis. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think Nevarakis, I mean, Nevarakis, where, like, he could benefit from another year at AAA if he's even, you know, stays on the 40-man the and everything. Oh, but Right. If he but has yes. a chance to make it, right. <laughs> right. So I think Feliz has a shot. But if they go out and they do add in the bullpen with through free agency, then Feliz, uh, that, that, that spot might become a little... Um, a little murky, but I, I did I did put Feliz down just because the arbitration, but mm-hmm. I did put him down as um, pretty much the names of, of who I had for, for next year. So so let me start, Donardo. So basically, I have 19 guys that I think are pretty sure bets for the roster next year. So I'll just kind of go through them here. Cervelli, Diaz, Bell, uh, Moran, Frazier, Polanco. Now he's going to be on the DL. Marte, Dickerson, Tyone, Archer, Trevor Williams. Musgrove, Nova, Rivera, Rivera, Rivero, Crick, Kella, Richrod, then Feliz and Brault. So those are my 19. So you mean Vasquez? Who's Rivero? Yeah. God, God dang who's, it. Who's Rivero? Unbelievable. My God. Vasquez what, Rivera. What Pirates analyst are you? You know what? It was, uh, I think I was going off of Cots. <laughs> it had Rivero. <laughs> so I just wrote it down. I never thought of anything. <laughs> so there you go. All right. So yeah, Rivero Vasquez. Anyway, there's 19 guys. And then I left off, but let's say, like, so let's say they just add another, the other six guys are all pre-arb guys, like Newman, Kramer, Luplo, Nevarakis, Holmes, Kingham. I mean, there's there's the other six guys. So we have the arbitration numbers. Now, Dickerson, so this is MLB Trade Rumors. Feliz is at 900000 Kell is at 3.2, which is uh, a bit of an increase. And then Dickerson is at 8.4, which would be a... A pretty good increase from I think his five point nine last year. Yeah. So he so he'd be up almost. But I'll be it. It's not like it's you know anything like major. I mean that's about what I would have expected. 
Right. Especially so the season he get, he coming off of. He goes up to like two two point five million. Uh, Cervelli's contract, his his salary goes up a million. He goes from ten point five to eleven point five. Nova stays the same. He's at that nine point one six seven. Marte's goes up about three million. Yeah, two and a half. He goes from seven point eight to ten point three. And then Polanco goes up to two million. He goes from four point one to six point one. Um now the the so anyway, so add all those in, the arbitration, the guaranteed contracts, and then the pre-arb guys. Now the pre-arb guys, like I said, depending on the league minimum, if it's around four sixty, I think it was four fifty-five or four fifty-six last past year. I'm not saying five sixty-five or whatever it was. I, I basically just estimated them all at five seventy. Some will be a little above that, I'm sure. Some will be a little below that, whatever. So basically, I think the guaranteed contracts that I had was 66.8. And then if you add in all the pre-arb guys, mm-hmm. you are up to 75.9. So basically 76 million. So yeah. you're in the middle 70s, which now I don't know about you. I know you thought, I mean, that's kind of where we've been thinking. Now, I was thinking it was going to be like low 70s, but... I, I didn't. I honestly didn't realize Marte was getting a three million dollar jump or increase. But yeah, well, I yeah, think but between you know, we we talked about the like the upcoming 2019 season, um, maybe about two months ago, and you know what it could bring and stuff, and about salaries, and you know, I remember saying like if we bottom it out, it's going to be about like 53 to 55 ish. So that makes sense because bottoming it out would mean that Nova's gone and Cervelli's gone. gone. So that's about 20 million right. there. So I mean, that's that seems about right. I think too, a lot of it could be that. We've probably just more or less been insinuating that Nova is going to be gone, right? But the Chad Cole, you know, Tommy John puts a big damper to that. So I don't think it's you know guaranteed that he's gone. You know, he still could be on the team, which therefore you're looking about you know that seventy six million dollar range right now if everyone stays on. Yeah, and if you lose Nova, I mean that's nine million, so you're basically at mid sixty. So that that is a big difference, and who knows? I mean, they could still. I mean, I'm sure they would trade him if the right, you know, I'm sure they'd like to trade him and, and add elsewhere. But like you said, with that, an injury to cool, um, basically Kingham and, and Clay Holmes not really looking like they're ready. Um, they might just hold on to him. Um, Another now the Kamara other thing, touchdown. Oh, 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 oh. I think it's over. We got to check the percentage. I'm ending this podcast. This is, I'm done. <laughs> I'm walking out of here. We gotta, we gotta check the percentages. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> see how far, see if I'm up to ninety yet. Um, the other thing to her that I didn't add in, getting back to the payroll, was Gung's option. Which, oh yeah, and you know what? Because, when we talked about this on that show, the same one I'm referring to, I think we left it out too because we just insinuated like it's done, like he's just not yeah. coming back. He's not in the plans. Wow, things have changed since then. Yeah, because that I think the only two options it's Jay Hay and Gung, and Jay Hay is yeah Jay Hay is not happening. Um, so Gung is that his option basically if it's a team option it's five point five million. Um, I don't know. It, it sounded like that last week that they were gonna pick it up. Um, but that now I know Huntington said like they might talk to him and try you know like decline it and work something out. But I, I'm not really sure. You know, I don't know. He, he if you decline it, he's going to hit free agency. So then you got to basically, you know, beat out any other team. Right. So. I mean, it's more. It goes back to. I just think if you if you confront him about it and he's like okay accepting a deal, like it's almost like if he had that offer in place right now, 
If you're like, you know, we're think we're not gonna resign you, or I should say, we're not gonna pick up that, you know, that that offer, but we want to bring you back. You know, what are you looking at? Like, if you're already kind of working this out beforehand, yeah, you have an idea, and then you you know you decline it and do it. Like he's okay with it, but yeah, I mean, it, it's like we said. Do you really take that risk? I mean, it's not that that. That contract is awful. You know, it's only five and a half. It's not as if you're giving, giving this guy $20 million this upcoming year. It's not like the Cubs trying to decide if they want Cole Hamels, which apparently they do. They're picking <laughs> up that $20 million for Cole Hamels. You know, like that you make, you make, you know, a hard call on. But five and a half million, I mean, you could give that to Sean Rodriguez this year. And he produced what he produced. You know, it's like for Gung, I'm going to do it and not take that risk. Because if you play around... And you say, you know, we bring you back for $1 million, $2 million, whatever. And he <laughs> right. says no, and some other team signs him, and he blows up. I mean, damn, Ryan, that's just – that's an even more awful look. Yeah, it's we'll, we'll be getting some hate tweets on that for sure. People will be blasting him right. again. So, you it, know, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, dollars, you know, like, I'm just like, just if you have – if you want him back, you pick it up. That's yeah, it. If you, if you have confidence that – Don't leave that, any that, risk. That, yeah. If you have confidence that he could be anything around – you know what what he was for the pirates you know in the last 2 years that he played you know a full season then you pick it up you you don't let it don't leave it to risk like no, you said no don't play I, around I with, with essentially pennies right you know big pitcher is pennies don't play around with it you know save yourself a nickel just just go ahead and pay the dime <laughs> pay the man yeah and the uh and the the, the buyout on that is uh 250,000 and the buyout on Jay Hayes is a million. Right. So, okay, so that add a million to that. So now you're at like 77 million because they're going to buy that out. Um, so you're at 77. You pick up Gung. Now you're at 82 and a half. I mean, suddenly this isn't. I guess this all comes down to like, where do you think the Pirates payroll? Like, where, like do you think they're going to go towards 90 million? Um, I mean, like me and you would both say, like, I, I would, I would. Best, you know, best case scenario, I, I'd like to see them be around 100 million. I think they could. Uh, you know, I don't know. The attendance was down this year. I don't know how much that factors in. Now they're getting 50 million from BAM, or they already did. Um, so I don't think going to 100 million is some like end of the world thing. But do you think they'll go there? Do you see 90 million? I mean, because if you pick up if you pick up that option and you keep Nova and Cervelli, which it looks like, you know, they're probably going to keep Cervelli. If you keep Nova, I mean, you're at 82 million already. Yeah, you are correct. Like this isn't just like this team that's bottomed out. The, um, the, again, the Chad Cole situation and having Nova—that's a huge difference. Nine million makes a big difference. It's a big dent. 80 million right. or 70 million. You know what you can do with that. So I'm still not truly, you know, opposed to not trading Nova. You know, if if they trade Nova, I'm cool with that. But it does Chad leave. Cool about it. What's that? I said you said you were cool about it. I said you're Chad cool about it. <laughs> yeah, right. By but, the way, the North Shore Nine has a 94% chance up, to win I this saw. matchup now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it, it does leave some question marks about that rotation. You know, and that's the one thing that you kind of go into the season saying like we're locked down. You know, we talked last week if you you know build a middle and field or such, or you just go after bullpens, arms, and you know I'm cool with that too. But it's like you know. You're probably going to get something in the bullpen. You still have to build upon that. You know, you're, you look at this and you say, I'm okay at least with the rotation. So if you trade Nova, you're no longer okay with it. Like something has to go there as well. Um, 
So, I mean, yeah, that, that definitely is a big difference. Uh, 50 million in BAM money. It's like, I mean, it's a contract. It. <laughs> it, it's, it's a contract if you look at it. You know, you get like one free mid-tier $50 million contract. Like an Alex Call. I mean, hopefully you don't get Alex Call, but you know, like, like you can go ahead and get Alex Call for free. Right, four year, like 48, 47 million dollar, whatever you sign. You know, it's like you can go get an Alex call for free with the band money, but you still have that payroll, which is 80. And I don't know, man, I don't know how much more you can go in their eyes. In their eyes, I think the other nuance is this TV deal. Mm-hmm. What comes about that? What are they looking? Have numbers been exchanged? You know, because when does that have to be signed by? Yeah, I'm not, I was gonna say that's. I have to do some research on that. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, what, I don't know when like that when, when that, that comes up expires. and right. So yeah, we'll have to look into that. Um, but yeah, that could be that could be a big thing too, play depending a role. on what they get now. You know, if they're getting more money or not. I hope they are, but how much more? Right. And, and here's the thing too, in my eyes, like, look, you went out and got Archer, you went out and got Kella, you made those moves, you traded the prospects. You went and got a you know a top hope what you're hoping to be the top of the line pitcher, and you got a nice piece in the bullpen. Like you have a great core, your bullpen back of the bullpen looks great. Like if any year, like go out and add. Like this is the year you got to add something and actually put push forward. Now we talked the names where they actually need it is middle infield, which of course is the most pirate thing ever because the middle infield you know options behind Machado suck. So you know, but go out I, I would like to see them you know I don't think spending 20 million in this free agency is is something they, they can't do I think they could um, and, I, and I hope they do and here's the other reason why you know we talk about the BAM money but look at these contracts so like Marte went up Polanco went up Dickerson went up you're going to have guys in arbitration go up and everything Cervelli's contract is 11.5 Cervelli also is a free agent at the end of 2019 so, like, right there, like, okay, so, yeah, Cervelli's probably going to be here all, all season next year. But then that $11 million comes off. So that can kind of cover some of the other, you know, salaries that are going up and some of the other arbitration. Because um, the, the bulk of your roster, your bulk, bulk of your 25-man is all pre-arb guys. I mean, Tyone, Musgrove, Williams, right, right. Um, Crick, Crick even, um, you know, uh, Frazier, uh, Bell, I mean, a lot of Diaz, these guys are all pre-arb guys. So, you know, you have young pre-arb guys in here that aren't going to take that jump up in salary for a while. So I feel like if they went to 90 and 100 million for a year, it's not going to like cripple them because they're going to lose Cervelli, you know, 11.5 million after next year. Mm-hmm. So that's going to drop them back down. And I really don't see a and significant. Nova. So like, yeah, well, right. 20 million coming off the books next year. It's a year. perfect, perfect example. So I don't really see like a bunch of other, you know, salaries jumping up in, in two years. Yeah. Because Marte. Sure is in Archer's. Mar- yeah. Marte. Yeah. As I say, I mean, Archer is very, uh, you know, very team, team friendly deal. It doesn't get up there. And then what does Marte, does, is it cap out at 10? I'm, I'm looking at this now. So, it, yeah, his goes 10.3 next year. Then he has those two team options, 11.5 and 12.5. So, like, that's the highest. It's not like Marte's going from 10.3 to 15 to 20. Like, those are pretty reasonable options. Yeah, and I'm um, going to expect, too, like, they're probably still going to be affordable for the Pirates in regards to Marte's production. I mean, I hope so at that point. But the way Marte's been playing and such, you know, it's not where you look at that, like, say, a Nova and say, mm, we need to maybe move this and reallocate the resources elsewhere. You know, I could see Marte still being 
productive at that amount of money. Right. You know? Oh, for sure. Right. So, po- you know, I, I could see them staying with that. Or, I mean, if they do trade him, they'll probably get a nicer haul than, you know, Kyle Crick for Kutch. So, yeah. I mean, you look at the, the, the longevity of this team. I'm with you. You know, you're going to get some money back next year by two contracts. Hopefully, Diaz is ready to slide back in, and then Cole's ready. Keller's, re- Keller's ready. Sorry, Keller. Keller is Keller ready. Keller. You know, so it's like, you know, you, you probably aren't going to lose from the rotation. You're probably going to get better by losing Nova. And then hopefully, right, hopefully Diaz is ready to be a full-time catcher so you're not losing production from Cervelli. So you have, you know, better resources. So, you know, I, I think this team could. I think it could spend close to $100 million next year in payroll. Again, knowing that they got $50 million from BAM that really was not spent this past year. And a TV deal coming up. Yep. Uh, Vasquez goes from he'll be at 4.5, then 5.75, 7.75, and then he's got two $10 million options in 22 and 23. So, like, he's <laughs> he's pretty, yeah, I know. But it's it's still, like, it's that's a pretty friendly deal. You mentioned Archer. Like, there's no really, like, salaries that are jumping up in the next year or two. Um, and like you said, Nova and Cervelli coming off the books. Uh, that'll be good. Yes, uh, Archer will make 7.6667 uh, uh, this year. And then next, and then options of 9 million, 11 million. So, yeah, like, it's, it's there isn't, like, some... I was gonna say McCutcheon, but even McCutcheon wasn't that crazy. Uh, no, like, right. You know, especially like for McCutcheon. what he was producing. He was an MVP, right. Ryan. Right. So, like for what he was producing, <laughs> right. much like how I was saying with Marte, it's not like his contract ever was horrible until like this last year. Like it made sense to move it. Yeah, and like some of these guys that would hit arbitration. I mean, they they sign that you know Vasquez of that deal that helps out. Like you avoid hitting those arbitration numbers. Um, but some other guy. I mean, Tyone. I think Tyone would be the next guy to kind of discuss a long-term deal like some kind of team-friendly extension maybe hopefully right and that was the next thing i was going to get into as well like i mean you're you're talking that but there's probably going to be some extensions coming up here by some people and you know maybe tyone is i don't know if trevor williams maybe we'll need to see another year from him which i was just gonna say i was just gonna i was gonna ask you that denard would you extend trevor williams i don't right now i don't i don't think you want to see another year that's that's what I, I would say. I, I mean, I think you you could say I don't know if you really get a bargain still with him because he's coming off uh, you know like a remarkable season. You know, they, this might be the highest point of his career. Right, this probably isn't the time to extend him. I mean, think about Polanco. He you know he kind of struggled and then he signed. It was you know he he wasn't going to sign. It seemed like, and then he was struggling. He was like, uh, maybe I should get get some money. You know, so the the deal could probably be friendlier. If he stays, you know, healthy or such, but you know, he, like, he wasn't coming off like a remarkable season, and then we had to sign him at his peak, and that's what I can kind of see out of Williams. Like he's, you're signing him at probably the best season he's going to have. So, yep, you know, you're going to pay top dollar essentially. I would just rather go another year, see what he's got next year, and then decide if you even want to offer him an extension, let alone pay him, you know, off of a three eleven ERA season. Yeah, it's tough because, like you said, he's at his highest point right now. So if you extend him. Like, yeah, like how much of a value are you really getting? He's probably yeah. going to want a decent deal. But then if you wait a year and he stinks and he, like, regresses, then you don't want him. <laughs> so it's like right, then right. you don't, then you don't even excite him. So. <laughs> and, like, how do you view him, you know? <laughs> right. Because then if you you're don't even view more him confused. as a guy who's, like, a 311 ERA, like an ace type, a one or two, you know, pitcher, you don't want to pay him that, you know? So if you view him more as a back end, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I view him more as like a number four starter. Number five, yeah. you know, a really good number five starter, but more like a number four starter. Right. And I'm not going to pay him for, you know, one, two, three starter, you know, money at this point in time. And he's coming off of a, like a number one starter, you know, numbers. So, um, no, I'd rather like let him go another year. He comes back down to earth a little bit and then decide that, okay, well, you know, at least he's still better than number four. So I'm more confident that so maybe he's better than number four. I'll sign him. Let's get him locked up. But at least, you know, now he's coming off like a three, five ERA or three, six, and it's mm-hmm. more reasonable. I, I don't know. I just think, yeah, I, I don't think you really look in discussing him, discussing signing him long-term now, but Tyon, right. absolutely Tyon, even though he's coming off a really good season, like that's, that's what I expect of Tyon. Like I look at him <laughs> as a top of the lineup guy, you know what I mean? So I'm not shocked that he had this type of season. Um, so, so that's the guy that I am looking to sign long-term and if it's this season absolutely yeah Tyon definitely and then the only other guy I think that you could see maybe a talking extension is Josh Bell though Mm. I don't know they they may wait they may wait on that Uh, but I mean you think about it like Bell's been I mean Bell's been good but he's been he's been such a bizarre first two years and defense has been not great (laughs) At first, but that it's like, are you really going to go out in free agency and pick up like a first baseman bat that's that's better than what Bell's kind of been doing offensively? Like, I, I so don't know. So here's a so, thought, Ryan. Right. So the point of like doing these extensions is to take some of the free agent years away, right? Mm-hmm. Sign them to a team friendly deal. You you know they're making guaranteed money now. You know for the the trade off of here's some of my free agent years. If Josh Bell were to become a free agent when his time's available, guys like Marte, guys like Polanco, they're getting, you know, 11 to $14 million deals on them years. Do you think a guy like Josh Bell would probably sign for that, if not less, like the way his path maybe is going? You know, like, do, do you see that being a bargain at that point in time? And that's kind of where I'm at. I, I don't yeah. know if you really do because is it really worth the trade off? You know what I mean? Like, you could potentially pick up a Josh Bell for a two-year, fifteen million dollar deal, possibly the way his you know career is going. So I don't know if you really do that. I guess it again goes into what do you believe on Josh Bell? And I had more expectations. You see yeah. flashes, but overall, it's just like you said, it's it's kind of just been meh. You see and things I, there, but it hasn't produced. And I and I think that's why you ultimately will see the the wait and the wait and see game. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, you. Know, you. You have him for <laughs> and again. We have a new hitting coach coming on away, so that might help. <laughs> right. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully that helps. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We if don't Josh know who Bell's it is. Really, but. you know, extension worthy at this point. Right. Uh, what about Diaz? Diaz would be one. Like I mentioned, the Cervelli thing. Cervelli becomes a free agent after you know 2019. Um, so Diaz would be like the next kind of you know he's the next catcher in waiting. Um, now, if they're not sold on him as a starting catcher. I mean, I guess you could always discuss like a one-year deal or something with Cervelli after next year, but I I don't know. I mean, Cervelli hits Cervelli hits free agency. He's not you know he's no young he's not a spring chicken. He's had the injury problems. I, I don't really know if you bring him back, and then I don't really know what he gets in the open market. I mean, after next year he'll be he'll basically be 34 in his 2020 season. So 
I mean, are you really get, is you know he's not really getting a big free agent deal probably at 34 for a catcher unless and, he's going to go play DH. Well, I was going to say one thing is right, he's 34. But the other thing is, is he going to even be a catcher then? You know that that right. who knows at this point in time. So that's um, that's maybe you about, that Diaz extension. Well, I don't know. That's my thing about Diaz. So the thing about Diaz is kind of weird. Is like he's in in the mindset of rookies, he's not a spring chicken either. So that might play a, a little bit of a part, like on the pirate side. I mean, the guy is 27 years old. He will be a free agent in 2023. Like you're pretty much going to have him through his prime years. That's a good point. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't know if you really need to extend it because let just let him go at that point in time. You know, right? Just especially yeah, just let so it ride it since out. you don't really have a whole lot on him to know what he is. I'm I'm kind of cool, right? Just let him ride out. You're a lot of Chad cool tonight. Hmm. <laughs> Except for my fantasy football team. I'm not cool with that. Did Kamara score again? Probably. <laughs> scored, um, at, scored at the half. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's basically, like, the payroll's sitting, like I said, right now about $75, 76000000 million estimated. Um, Dickerson's another one, Donardo. I mean, Dickerson well, you is a free up. agent <laughs> after next year. You know, after 2019. Yeah. So he, and I'm not saying extend him, but I'm saying that's a, that if he's making the projected uh, total was 8.4 this year. I mean, that's another 8 million that comes off the books. So yeah, like if I'm the Pirates and I'm. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're right. Like, yeah. It's yeah, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying extend him. I'm just looking at like the money available. Like if I'm the Pirates right now and, and the right deals on the table, like I'm going to go and spend that money because you do have nearly with Cervelli, Nova, and Dickerson. It's like $28 million coming off the books, you would say, going into 2020. So um, you'd be back down. Even if you were at $100 million, um, even with some salaries rising, you're probably going to cut payroll $15, $20 million still, just losing those guys. So uh, I definitely I hope that they're not conservative in free agency. Um, not Obviously not something like last year. I mean, last year where they didn't sign anybody, but we also saw it. Free agency across baseball was something we'd never seen before last year. I mean, it was it was down everywhere. Nobody wanted to spend anything, and it was kind of justified by what the performances were from from most of the players. So it was it was pretty much justified. Now this year, I think it'll be different. But if I'm the Pirates, I'm not sitting back. If if the right player that I want there, I'm gonna I'm gonna be aggressive. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Got to spend wisely. Got to spend smart. But I think they can spend and. I don't think $20 million is egregious. You know, they, yeah. they might get close to $100 million. It's back they to do, where they though. were. <laughs> but, again, realistically, can they do it? I think so. $50 million. It's it's one free contract. You know, you go out there and sign somebody to a four-year $50 million deal. That's free. <laughs> that's that's free. Free. You know? So now you go and you know you you spend and do the rest of the payroll. So right, I, I don't think it's going to hurt the Pirates, you know, for next year and again long term because that they still have that flexibility. Just as you mentioned, that's twenty eight million dollars coming off the books in three players, which is really yep. good. That's I mean that's good for the Pirates. But also speaks, <laughs> I mean, they have a core per se, you know, and they can build upon it. And the next year, twenty eight million dollars coming off, they can still re up, you know, further. So and and the thing is too, like where these guys that are coming off the books, you see clear replacements and cheap ones, you know, Diaz, Keller. Now the outfield, maybe not a clear one yet, but there's definitely a lot of depth back there in AAA 
But, you know, it's like it's not like I'm worried. You know, it's not like, okay, well, if Diaz goes off the books, I got to find and pay another catcher $10 million. You know, you, you don't see that. So you can reallocate those those dollars elsewhere where it may be needed in those next few years. So, yeah, I, I mean, I look at this team as a team that can spend next year. And, I mean, there is a future if it's done correctly. Right. Yeah, I, I like it. Like I said, they're set up with that core, with the pre-arb guys. Um that are already like producing. I mean, these guys are major leaguers already and producing. So um, it, it's going to help them out and um, in free agency, hopefully this, this next year. Speaking of free agency, Donardo, if you want to transition into our other segment, other ba- main topic of the show, uh, trick or treat. It's Halloween, Donardo. Trick week. or treat. <laughs> I do, but you know what? I want to do something first. Uh-oh. Um, which we forgot. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, something happened this week, Ryan. Oh, something did happen. Yeah, yeah. I said I wanted to bring that up, and we totally just dismissed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to get in that I'm beating you in fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, so of course. And this couldn't this forget that. Probably isn't the best transition in the world. But uh, <laughs> you know, had we done this before, you know, first and then gone to the rest of the stuff, would have made sense. But um. Yeah, yeah. So we've we've tended and talked, you know, throughout this whole thing about the you know Dinero's dugout. We've mentioned how you know it's no longer a thing, and I said it's no longer a thing because there's something in the background going on, you know, a bit bigger. I want to put more time into it. Well, finally, Ryan, I can talk, and I know you know me as well as anyone. This has been killing me on the inside. I'm just like that kid that has a secret, and wants to tell the whole world, <laughs> but knows my parents will smack and beat my ass if I do. And that's nice. what Geddes and, and Tong and Herman would have done had I done it. So anyways, if you haven't noticed or seen, um, we created a podcast network. What? 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 And actually, Ryan, we're part of it. <laughs> we, we made the cut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't get that memo. <laughs> no. So no. if you didn't notice or see, uh, there's been something in the works. Now, I've had this idea for a little over a year now. Um, but more or less trying to come up with a way to make it tangible. And uh, that's where our boys Tong and uh, Herman. Herman also was part of the Champion Sports Network that you were a part of. He was. He was. So uh, we, we came up with the Pod Hub Network. And it's a really great idea. It's a really great idea. What we're doing is we're focusing on markets individually, cities individually. You know, and Ryan, it's something we've been approached with before about a network. You know, you see a network and, you know, they tell you all, we want you to be part of it. And I, you just don't like see any opportunities to grow. You know, it's like, oh, great. So there's a baseball network, right? And every team's going to be covered. But it's like, what, how, how am I going to grow from all your Mets fans or your Yankees fans? Like, no one wants to listen to my shit, <laughs> you know? Right. So the whole idea is we're targeting Pittsburgh and Jacksonville right now. So uh, if, if any of you listening, if you guys have a podcast or know anyone who wants, who does a podcast, wants to get on a network or such, you know, hit us up at PodHub Network, PodHubNetwork.com. Um, but yeah, we're definitely looking for talent out there and advertisers. But uh, I think this is a great, a great way to deal and help podcasters grow. Yeah. And I think, and I love this too. And I, and like you said, you, you've, you've known about this for a while. Like I, I've, you know, I haven't been on the forefront of it, but I but I've been aware of what's going on, and I, I think a lot of this started, Donardo, with sort of the reason why we started the North Shore Nine way back when, <laughs> um, especially the podcast was, 
like the local media, local radio, and everything in Pittsburgh is just so terrible. And you know, you know, we started the North Shore Nine and the podcast as an alternative to that. Like, you know, here's two fans that are giving their opinions. Um, you know, we're not just the flagship station. We're not just trying to give you the the pirate front office line, or we're not just trying to give you the oh, we hate the pirates because you know Jason Bay blew me off in an interview ten years ago. Like, you know, like the, like some of the media members are biased. Like, we're just giving our opinions, and we wanted to throw that alternative out there, and. We have some guys, you know, speaking of Mike in Illinois, who was always like, you know, he's trying, he's tweeting the fan trying to get us, get rid of Pony and Cook and, <laughs> and get Donardo and Ryan on there. Right. But, like, I mean, that's ultimately what PodHub, like, I, I, I feel like that's the reason why it was set. Like, it's an alternative to, you know, this regular talk radio or sports radio, and um, and it gives podcasters that chance to, to be heard and put them on a good platform. And, you know, who knows where it can go? Like, things like... You know, like I know we've talked live, basically a live station where it's just, you know, all the shows that are live and stuff throughout throughout the day. So, like, basically a radio station, but online and podcasts. So, yeah, um, yeah. I'll say so like here the, it is. the idea and, of it came, it really was to help people grow. You know, it's just like I, being, you know, doing podcasts, my show, this show, uh, just this opportunities that I see that could be out there. I mean, podcasts really is newer and fresh if that you know it's been around for a while but i think it's just starting to hit like the beginning of something bigger you know yep and i don't think a lot of people have really tapped into the market and know how to handle it and stuff you know it's just in those beginning stages so it's like i don't know like in my head i've seen a way that can help other podcasts grow together you know so like it started with that idea but i am not going to discredit the fact that the local media hasn't also maybe motivated me a little bit more <laughs> onto this as well. So, right. so you're absolutely correct. Um, <laughs> right. Th- there might be a uh, us versus them mentality, at least in the Pittsburgh market. But that's the thing too. Right. Like it's not just focused on sports. I mean, it, we we're looking at anything and everything. You know, the whole the whole idea of it. Like I said, if I'm a Mets fan, and I go on this network. What are the chances I'm listening to the podcast for the Pirates? It's very slim. So it's like, how's that network going to make everyone grow? But the chances are, if I'm a Pirates fan, I'm on here and I hear. Oh, they have a Penguins one. Let me listen to the Penguins one, you know, because I'm right. I'm a fan. Like, that has a similar interest. And maybe there's, again, I'm throwing examples out there, but, maybe, oh, they have a podcast about hip-hop in Pittsburgh. I didn't even know there was one. Let me listen to that because that's an interest of mine. You know, and it's like everyone can help each other grow within that market, and it's all Pittsburgh. So, you know, it, it's easy for everyone to grow and, and become a part of it. And, right, like, eventually you, you could look at this being – Similar to like a radio station, but on demand, you know, which is what the world's going to. Right. Radio's going to die. Sorry. And the fan. Yeah. And so, like you mentioned, obviously, we're on, we're part of it. Around the 412 is a part of it as well. Yep. Trash Cats. Trash uh, Cats. One of Geddes' other ventures. Um, Donardo's dug out if it, whenever it comes back, <laughs> though. I think, I think North Shore 9 is killing them off tonight in fantasy football. So RIP forever. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah. And there, so there's it, a few other in the works right now. I'm not going to mention um, until anything yeah. and everything is official. But, but absolutely. But yeah, we're in the infant stages. It became live Thursday night after our final meeting we had. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. I'll write it. We'll do it live. But uh, yeah. So hit us up if you have or know anyone that is interested. Absolutely. Right. Pod, Podhood. Podhubnetwork.com. That's correct. But no, congratulations. It's, uh, it's been 
I've been hearing about it, little things here and there, so I knew it was coming. But um, yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. And also, um, I don't know if you want to tease. Might be having some streaming, uh, some other things for the North Shore Nine. Let's you... tease it. Let's tease it. Oh, because okay. well, I'm like, I kind of just I'm did. <laughs> I want this thing to start tomorrow too, but I, other things are in the background. Right, <clears throat> Ryan. Um, well, yeah, I, I, like I need a house. Yeah, that's number yeah. one. Yeah. So Facebook Friday, that's that's gone because there's something better. <laughs> Always better, new and improved. We we will be introducing NS9, NS9 Live, coming to you soon. It's going to be even more lit. I've uh, I've oh, I've never wanted to go on Facebook, and, and people like kind of joked about it, and even said like, oh, well, if it was on Facebook, I would watch it. I don't hate them for that, but it's just the way the way we are set up, Ryan. Where you know we're not together. There's not many avenues where you can stream, you know, separate. You have to be together. Right. To go on to, you know, YouTube or other platforms. But um, thanks to a super producer, Getashonikin, also part of the PodHub network. Uh, see, we have the knowledge too. He, he's uh, he's got me on a setup, so we're gonna be able to do it. We're gonna be on. I'll say it. I'll say it. We're, we're going to be on Twitch. You guys, there it is. There it is. So get your Twitch accounts set up now. Get it going. Yeah, because uh, the young kids, is they, they're not. On, young kids aren't on Facebook, man. No one's on Facebook. Even if you're on Facebook, you're not really mm, on Facebook. People are on Facebook. Well, that's true. I, I have a Facebook account, but I'm like never. Yeah. You're not really <laughs> I'm never on, on it. it. I'm all, and my wife just tags me in pictures of my kid and, and dog. That's about it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so, so we're yeah. definitely gonna have some giveaways too to get on there. So be ready, but um, it's gonna be fun. But you you can still catch us on YouTube afterwards for the recorded show. Can't wait. So f Facebook. <laughs> f Facebook. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. So there we go. There's our teasers. Um, Pod Hub. Go check it out. Can't wait. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. On that, I'm free. Time agents. for it's time for trick or treat. Trick or treat. So Halloween this week, you know, being a little uh, festive here, some timely holiday. We're gonna we're gonna break down some. We we just talked the payroll, you know, what the what the pirates could spend, what we hope they're gonna spend, um, and let's actually, Donardo, break down some free agents. Yeah, let's do this kind of like rapid fire. So like you said, trick or treat. So we'll present each other a a player. And we'll let you know if it's if that player on the Pirates would be a treat or a trick. Is mm. it a trick? Mm. Um, I like it. Yeah. So let's go. So you, we, we have a list and we're going to do hitters. So it's a two-part. So also when you're hearing about trick or treat in November next week, uh, it's because <laughs> we just go a little long. So it's going to be a two-parter. Next week we'll do pitchers. This week is all hitters. And uh, Ryan, do you want to start? Um, I'll give you the name. You start. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you start. You're asking me first. Okay, yes. let's do it. All right, so yes. the first player, trick or treat, Ryan. First player, third baseman, Josh Donaldson. I believe that would be a treat for the Pirates, and here's why. Josh Donaldson, it, it's number one, it's, it's a position with the Pirates that makes sense for an upgrade. Moran had a had an average season. He was fine. It was his first full season, but there definitely is a chance for an upgrade there. The defense wasn't good. 
Um, Donaldson's better defensively, and he gives the Pirates. Now, I know Donaldson's coming off the year. He was injured, um, you know, went to the Indians, didn't do much, uh, you know, in the playoffs, but shit, they were out in three games. But he had good numbers in, in the brief games that he was in Cleveland. Um, I think Donaldson is that chance that he could be a legit power bat, a legit, you know, bat that throw in that lineup. That's the Pirates severely need. And I don't know what the deal is he could get. I don't know what, you know, he's coming off that injury year. He's going to be 33. But uh, I think if you could do it, make and it makes sense, not some crazy deal, some six-year deal or something. But two, three-year deal, uh, if it makes sense, absolutely, I think he could be a treat. Donaldson. Boom. I like it. I like it, too. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let me let me start with you. All right, uh, here we go. Shortstop, fourth third base, I guess. Manny Machado, trick or treat. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> Manny Machado. Oh, Ma- Manny Machado is like the the king size Reese's cup. I mean, that is a treat. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, we're we're breaking down the candy of it. What candy they are now? <laughs> it's uh, I think it's a trick. It's a trick, Ryan. Uh oh. Because uh-oh. it looks delicious. It looks good, but it's a trick. They're setting up. They ain't signing Manny Machado. Stop tricking me. Stop getting my <laughs> hopes up. You're opening it up and it's empty inside. It didn't happen. <laughs> There's no treats. It's just wrapper. And, and that's what this is. There's all talk about Manny It's the just wrapper. <laughs> it's just wrapper. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Th- this is a this is a big trick everywhere. You know, everyone's talking about Manny to Pittsburgh. Let's get Manny over to Pittsburgh. I mean, I would love it, but it ain't happening. So it's a trick. Stop tricking me to thinking, getting my hopes up that Manny Machado is coming to Pittsburgh. It ain't happening. Move on. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Yeah, you're I was up. say you're up. <laughs> so, up yeah. stay, stick with the shortstop, Jose Iglesias. All right, Jose Iglesias. I know you're on this this train, and I think I'm I'm starting to buy in. Uh, I think Jose Iglesias would be a treat. Um, now I don't know what kind of treat. Maybe uh, maybe some candy corn. You might get. He might get. It looks good. You start eating some, but he might actually after a while. It might just be. It might be terrible. So, but I think Iglesias, look, he's he's still under 30. He'll be 29 next year. The, we know the glove's there. Offensively is the question mark. Now, he had a, what, 700 OPS basically with, you know, in Detroit. It's a hitter's park. But 30, 31 doubles last year, 33 doubles the year before, 26 doubles the year before. Has five, six home runs, um, a little bit of speed. I mean, he's not terrible. I think I think you get him in there. His bat can't be anything worse than Mercer, if not the same, if not better. And then his glove's definitely better. So I think Iglesias could be a treat. But in two years, I might say that was bad. <laughs> I should have stopped. I should have stopped eating. Well, that's it. I mean, it was a treat, but you ate just you ate too many of them. You got sick to your stomach. <laughs> exactly. There you go. I well, like need it. that upgrade somewhere. You. We need I'm that glove. You. All right. Uh, I guess it's your turn. All right, shortstop, last one here. Your boy, Echeverria. <laughs> Denny Echeverria. Ryan, this is a trick all written all over it. Yes, yes. It's a trick written all over it. And you know why? Because we traded for a Denny Echeverria, which I liked. I was on board with it. I, I wanted Echeverria. I was on record on tape, as the old men might say on the show. I was on tape saying I want Echeverria. 
But I think it tricked us to thinking that we're okay with Echevarria. And I think the trick is that Jordy Mercer has been so bad that we saw what legitimate defense is and we thought we think it's outstanding. Oh, let's go get Edeni Echevarria. Look what he can do. No, that's just that's that's what defenders do at shortstop. They they make plays <laughs> like this. So offensively, you know, as you mentioned about Inglesias, I mean Echevarria is even worse. Even worse offensively. Like he's not going to bring you anything offensively. And the thing about Echevarria is he's only had a war above two once in his career. And for his career, he's got a 3.9 war heading into free agency. So there's nothing, nothing outstanding about that. We just were tricked by him for those five innings that he was with the Pirates uh, for outstanding play, you know? So I, I don't want Echevarria. We can get better. I agree. Next up, let's go across the uh, the diamond there. Let's go to second base, Ryan. Our boy Ian Kinsler. Oh, this is a trick. My God. For, first off, he's old. Declining skills. I think he had, what do you have this year? A 681 OPS. I mean, below Iglesias. Had a little more power. And then did you see him in the did you see him in the World Series the other night? The 18 game marathon the 18 inning marathon? Unfortunately, no, because it was 18 innings. And I he, come, he comes in and pinch runs for JD Martinez. Oh, yes. Yeah, I he's saw at the clip. Yeah, he, he's at third, <laughs> trying to sco- trying to score the run. It gets thrown out somehow, which Josh Ruga said he would have been he would have been standing at ca- at the name? plate when the catcher received the ball. So uh, Ruga said he would have beat him out. Yeah, that, uh, which that, by the that's way, that's right. That sparked the whole forty yard dash at the next north. Yeah, by nine, the right? way, yeah. Stay tuned for the forty yard dash at our next live podcast <laughs> next year. Um, so so yeah, so he couldn't even do that, and then he made the error. To basically close out the game, the Red Sox would have already been world champs, basically. How about that? So, yeah, I definitely a trick. So, is that a no? I, I ain't buying into that. Kinsler, I don't want him. All right. Next. <laughs> oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it uh, works. All right, here you go. Second base, Daniel Murphy. Man, Ryan. It's, this, is, this is tough. Because Daniel Murphy is not young. He's 33 years old. Coming off a season where he was injured. You know, and it's like you almost compared him and Neil Walker as like the same player. But the year you compare them to the same player, it's like their their projections went totally different ways. Walker, you know, kept declining. And Murphy kept getting better. Or at least steadily, you know, stayed good. And, uh, you know, he's, he's coming off a season where it wasn't great. You know, he was injured. But... It wasn't, it wasn't really horrible, you know, especially when he got over to the Cubs. I, I, I kind of feel like this might be a treat. I kind of, I kind of feel. A, go ahead. He had a negative one war. <laughs> that's that's what he. Now a lot of that was defense, but. But here's like this is my thing about it. When we said that, you know, where do you find the opportunity? When teams are trying to go young, when teams aren't trying to spend money, maybe that's where it's at. Maybe the Pirates buck the trend and pay for some vets. And they can get on a, on a deal because I don't know if people are going to be invested into a, an aging Daniel Murphy. Maybe they can get Murphy a bit on the cheap. You know, and just having that bat, if he can come alive and he can be that four-plus war player, I'll take it. If the defense ain't great, the defense ain't great. It wasn't great this year anyways, you know, but we're adding four war potentially and maybe on the cheap. 
I'm kind of looking at Daniel Murphy as a treat. Mm, I mean, I, I could see it, but he had a. Did he not have like the worst contract year that he could have had? Um, look, look at look at 2017. You know, 43 doubles, 23 home runs, 928 OPS. The year before, 985 OPS, and then this year, 790, and he was terrible. Right? No, I'm not. I'm not like, disputing that, but. That's going to be a pattern here, Ryan. So, <laughs> good point. Right, right. Um, and I think, I think too, if you added him, like you said, I mean, who do we have to play second base right now? Frazier and and Kramer. I mean, the defense isn't really that great there. Um, but I think Murphy also could be that that first baseman, uh, you know, relief for Bell too. Like, you know, we we don't have Very freeze true. next year. Very true. We, yeah, we don't have freeze next year. Um, you know, Bell's defense is not the greatest. So he could, you know, he could chip in over there. He could come in, you know, later in the in the games because Hurdle loves the def- defensive replacements. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't. Depending on the price tag, I, I wouldn't hate it. Right, but that's what again. That's what kind of insinuating is. I'm, I'm maybe looking at this could be a buy low scenario. I think right. teams might be scared off that he is this old. You know, and he's coming off this season, and maybe the price tag isn't going to be up there, and that's where the Pirates come in and scoop him up. And then he can kind of come back and be a productive player. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when he went to the Cubs, run in 35 games, he had a .9 war. You know, basically one war in 35 games. So, I mean, after that trade and he came back, you know, he was actually healthy at that point in time. He did produce. You know, 115, way to run, created plus. Solid actual defensive marks. Solid, not great, just solid enough. You know, like he was right. productive with the Cubs, so that inspired me to think that maybe there's still something left in the tank for him, even at that age. So maybe you get like a two-year deal, and it ends up being two-year, fifteen, eight. You know, maybe something like that slides. I don't know. I, you know, I'm insinuating, uh, but yeah, ma- I mean, maybe that, something that cheap. Be. Like maybe he falls to you. As I, don't, I don't know cheap. if he's going that low, but we'll, we'll see. What if it's two-year twenty? Yeah, I mean, I. I uh, yeah, I'd sign up for that. Okay, but I don't. Who knows? So that's why it's my treat. But we spent right. too much time. So yeah. next man up, as Drupal Cabrera, which he's on their second base. He could be short, third, first. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll play maybe all over even the pitcher. infield. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Cabrera is like this. He just he just is there and he keeps doing it. Like tw- this year, twenty three home runs, seven seventy four OPS. Like you mentioned, can play. Second, third, short, 36 doubles. I, I, now, look, I wanted Cabrera at the deadline. I was like, go get him. You know, you needed someone to upgrade that middle infield. Um, but it's going to be 33. I don't know. This guy always just he's just, he's just, he's just there. He just, he just keeps performing. You know, not not great, but he has some power. But I don't know. At that, at that age, I just I can't sign up for it. I, th- I think it's a trick. Hmm. Yeah, you don't agree. You don't agree. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. You know, I, I can't hate anything you said because that's exactly like I'm waiting for him to fall off. You know, like when is he going to be irrelevant? But he just keeps proving that he's just going <laughs> to be there. You know, and I think I a lot of it has to do with how he came up in Cleveland, and he, you saw like superstar, and then he really fell off pretty hard, and then he came back. So you're just like waiting, like okay, this is just an anomaly. Like when's he going to go back to being bad again? And he just <laughs> doesn't. So right. it's like I'm with you too, and then of course with the Pirates do sign him, that's that's when he's gonna fall off. So let's just not let that happen. 
Just don't sign them. All right, next next up, then I think I know where this is going. <laughs> DJ LeMahieu. No, no, stop. <laughs> trick, trick. You've been tricked by the cores. The cores do trick. It. Everything, everything in cores tricks you, whether it's, it's the beer or the baseball. Remember when you went trick or treating and that you know the family would hand out like the 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 pop, the pop cans. Like the full yes. 16 ounce cans. This is like the guy that doesn't give an F and he's handing out candy, but he's just dropping Coors Light into your into your bag. It's a trick because you want to drink trick. it, but you're not allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do it. I mean, you want to talk about the Coors effect. This guy cannot hit outside of Coors Field. He can't do it. And on top of that, even at Coors, he's not hitting as well anymore. You know, like look at this season. He's come off a season where he's bat 276 on base 321. His WRC plus is 86. I mean, he's just steadily declined. He had that breakout year in 2016. That's the only year he had above average numbers offensively. That's it. That's it. A one-year anomaly. That's how I look at this guy. And he's still eating off that. And the fact that he's only 30 years old. You know, and, and he has his numbers per se. Like to me, I almost feel like someone's gonna buy into him over Daniel Murphy because he's thirty. You know? I yeah. I'm gonna look into some numbers and I Oh, believe he's gonna get paid. He's gonna get paid. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like someone's gonna buy into him and Daniel Murphy's just gonna sit there and sit there and the pirates gonna scoop him up for cheap and he's gonna be the better player. Yep. Four point four, one point nine, two. Those are his wars the past three years. And two, this this year is the second highest war he's ever had in his career. So yeah, I mean he's he's proven that he's not really this great. Every, now he's a great defender, but the bat, the cores effect. That's it. He's he's not like really an everyday player. He's probably like a David Freeze type. He's good for for that role, but not a guy to rely on to turn around your club. I stopped listening a while back. Next, <laughs> all right. So next up. <laughs> We have we have Jed Lowry. Man, I I think I'm buying in. I think this guy. I think it's a treat. Look, he's old. He's gonna be 35. The dude's coming off back to back four war seasons. Now, had this been coming off of 2017, I probably would have told you trick. Like, but the dude followed it up with a 4.8 war season. The power's suddenly there. I mean, he had power back even in Houston. He had a 16-home run season there in, in limited time. Uh, 23 home runs this year, 14 last year. Uh, eight, two Back-to-back 800 OPS seasons. Can play third, can play second. Pretty good defensively. He can hold his own. It's got to be reasonable. I wouldn't sign him past a two-year deal. But I, I'm buying in. I think this is a treat. 353 OPS I'm sorry, on base percentage 360 the year before. I'd take a Jed Lowry at, at second or, or, you know, second or third base to play, uh, you know, off Moran or, to get, you know, play on Moran off days and play at second on other days. Absolutely. I'm with you. It, and it's weird. I mean, you want to talk about the ultimate just, like, late in your career, <laughs> having, like, resurgence yeah. years, you know? I, I think like, he's I just a late bloomer, yeah. Like, this is going to be a, a, a good player to watch, you know, in the future. And he never really lived up to it. And, yeah, he went to the Astros, the Athletics, Astros, Athletics, you know, teeter back and forth. And it's – you never really saw it. And then, yeah, like now, these past two years. Like you said, last year you felt like it was a one-year wonder. 
you know, it ain't going to happen. No, he did. He did even better this year. You know, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'll take his production. Even if he fell off and went, if he lost two war, he's at a three war. I'm going to take that all day. Have you seen our middle infield? So uh, I'm with you. I, I just, I don't know. You keep hearing all these rumbles that the A's are looking to, you know, re-sign him and such, but yeah, you still haven't, like, I haven't seen it. So like, I don't like know. It, like Eduardo Escobar that just came uh, out of nowhere and they're like, we talked about him for a whole episode. That and then the Diamondbacks re-signed him. treat. It was the like, Diamondbacks dang. got themselves an early treat. That was a nice deal they signed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. But Lowry, yeah, I just think he was a late bloomer. I didn't think he really got a, an opportunity. He was always kind of that utility guy. And he's proved it the past two years, man. I mean, back-to-back four-war seasons, uh, he's you know he's no spring chicken, but uh, he's I don't know, man. Maybe he's getting better with age. Maybe. Sign me up. He's no spring chicken, but he's a fine wine. <laughs> all right, next. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up. Here we go. Brian Dozier. Dozier. This guy. This oh. is tough. This guy. You know. In the World Series. I, I'm i torn on Dozier. You know, you've already heard what I've said before about him. You know, it's a risk. But I, I got to feel this is a treat. You know, even though the wow, risk okay. is there, and that's what we're talking about. I mean, you got to be risk savvy. You got to try to deter risk, you know. So, even if he signed Dozier, there's a risk, and he could end up being a zero-war player. But to, to me, I think there's a bigger chance of him turning around being closer to the five-war player than the player he was this year. But how you said about Daniel Murphy, you know, this is a guy in his contract year, and, man, it's, like, it's the worst season he ever had. So, timely, that's that's what the Pirates need, guys like this, to, to lower their costs. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like I don't think he's going to get – Okay, so go back like you said about or whomever. If he's coming off a free agent in 2017, this dude's getting paid. It's almost like yeah. it's almost like Ian Desmond when he turned out the Nationals contract. You know, like like had he yeah. come off 2017, this dude's getting paid. But because of the season they had last year, I, you know, I don't know if he's going to Ian Desmond one year eight million dollars for the Rangers, but he's not going to get paid the way he is. So I don't know. You look at his numbers. His walk rate still exactly the same as the year before. His K rate basically exactly the same. The isolated power was down. His exit velocity was down. But I mean, his his baby was down tremendously as well. You know, I could see a turnaround. There was an injury. I don't know. I, I feel like this might be a treat. I'm more on the yeah. on the side that if if you sign Dozier, he's going to be a five war player than if on the side of if you sign Dozier, he's going to be a bust. So if he's somewhere in the middle, yeah. that's that's still a treat. And if you want that power, like you said, that that risk, but that chance of elite power, game-changing power at the second base position, I mean, Dozier's it. Yeah. And he, he still he's a has risk, 21 homers last year, you know? Like right. In and Minnesota, I mean, Minnesota and L.A., not exactly the, the greatest home run hitter parks ever. Yeah, you ain't lying. So, yeah. So, all right. Uh, moving on. All right. So, next up and last for the second baseman is Daniel Descalso. Yeah. This is a trick. I mean, the, the dude, the dog, I'll, I'll be quick on this one. I mean, the dude can play all over the place. That's his value. Um, almost like an Adam Frazier. I mean, he can play anywhere. Um, he he pitched this year, Donardo. <laughs> um, there you go. But, anyway, but yeah, I, I mean, Descalso, no, I don't want him starting. I, I you know, just, yeah, it's, it's a trick. It's You see that house, you know what they're handing out, you just skip it. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're just skipping the house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Uh, let's let's go to outfield. We'll try to do these quick here. Uh, Adam Jones, Donardo, is going to be available, believe it or not. <sighs> Unless the Orioles resign him because he likes Baltimore. Yeah. Well, you know, he didn't have a bad year offensively. It wasn't horrible by any means. 98 way to run created plus. So it was about average. Uh, but he's definitely, you know, longer in the tooth now. He's 33. He'll be 34. Um, definitely not like the center fielder we know of. And the thing is, like, we might need an outfielder. But if we do, we kind of need one, like, a one-year assurance. And maybe a guy that ends up being, like, a fourth outfielder if Polanco comes back healthy. So I feel like this is actually going to be a trick. Because I think mm-hmm. Adam Jones is going to get paid more, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I feel almost as if we, we might need to find someone like an Adam Jones, a serviceable replacement for some time that we know is not going to be great but might add some value. I think he can do that. But, yeah, he's going to get paid too much for what we need. So it's to me it's a, it's a trick. Yep. Uh, I'm with you there. Plus, I think he's declining. I mean, he is. Well, he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not a hot take. <laughs> right. And water is wet. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Nick Markakis. Nah, this is this is a trick. Somebody is gonna overpay for this guy because of the great year he had in 2018. Uh, I mean, an unbelievable you know finish, kind of almost capped to his career. The professional hitter always got it done. Was you know under the radar. Played 162 games. Got his first All Star appearance. Somebody's gonna overpay for him. He's gonna be 35. It's a trick. It's a trick. I, I don't like it. Can't, I mean, I like Marcakis, but it. nah, it, it's going to be a trick because somebody's going to overpay. Right. He was really good though this year, but I, I'm just not buying it. Continuing on every year after this. All right, <laughs> uh, and then Donardo that brings us to Andrew McCutcheon. I think I think we've heard of him before. Mm. Mm. Is this the San Francisco treat? Oh, I see. I see what you did there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. a treat for them. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, so we we talked about this, and I'm still on board with this because, like you said, right? We're gonna go get um, God, we're gonna go get horrible. We are going to sign <laughs> to arbitration Corey Dickerson, and then he's going to leave us after this year, right? So we could be potentially down an outfielder. I feel like this might be a treat. Now, is it going to happen? It's it's probably very unlikely, but Andrew McCutcheon, I think, could come of value. Again, he's 33. There's some younger. A.J. Pollock's younger. People might invest into him. Uh, you know, there's some younger guys. So, I, I don't know. The defense isn't there, but if you have Dickerson this year, Marte in center, Cutchin right where he's been good at, That's we said that's not the worst thing in the world. That's a good outfield for a team that wants to go for it. And then, you know, Dickerson leaves, and now you have Polanco, Cutchin, Marte back again. I, I, I don't know. I, I think of the value, if the price is right, it could be a treat. And I don't da, da, think it's da, da. going to be. Oh, it's, oh, that's no, that's not the price is right. Yeah, we, we don't have. Hey, you tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that's that's the price is right. Is, it's just the losing horn. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said. We don't, we uh, don't have the winning horn. No. Um, I, I feel like this could be a treat, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's all depending on the price, which, again, for some reason, I just feel like he's going to be undervalued this year. 
yeah, I, I think it's a treat. I, I'm with you, I, and I, I would I wouldn't mind seeing. By the way, St- Red Sox are going to win the World Series, and uh, Stephen Pierce homered again. Again? Yeah, he's got three home runs in the series, two two in this game. Uh, J.D. Martinez and Mookie Betts all homered, at, also homered as well. Uh, yeah, Red Sox man. Donato's shaving his head on Tuesday. <sighs> Whatever. All right, next. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. All right. Oh, yeah, speaking of, A.J. Pollock. So, I, went, I, I go back and forth with him. I feel like, you know, since that 2015 season where Pollock was unbelievable, a seven-war season, basically, the dude hasn't been healthy since then. He missed basically all of 2016, and in the past two years, he's only played like 110 games. The dude's never healthy. Now, the dude's very talented. Uh, he's coming off a year, I mean, even with the injury. He's like Polanco almost. Like 20-some home runs, you know, uh, OPS in the 800, but the dude's never healthy. Um, He's an, a center fielder, essentially, so it's like, wh- where would you, you know, do you, would you play Marte, move him to the left, and then Dickerson goes to the right, would he play right? I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of deal this guy's going to get. I have a feeling some team's going to overpay and I think it's going to be a trick because I think you're going to have to overpay to get him. And I, I just, I don't have confidence that this guy's going to stay healthy. He's super talented. I mean, he's got speed. He's good defensively. He can hit for power, can hit for average. It's just, I, I think it's a trick. Yep. Can't disagree. Uh, next Lonnie Chisenhall, the Chiz. This is, uh, this is going to be a treat. Oh, I think this is a treat, Ryan, because if you're not looking at something long, if you're not looking at, again, per se, Andrew McCutcheon to take over for Dickerson, you know, you're looking for, as someone, as I alluded to, like Adam Jones, someone to kind of take the place right now. And Chisenhall, you talk about health. I mean, no one describes it better than Chisenhall right, right now. You know, this guy's but played... But he'll come a lot cheaper than Pollock. Well, well, right. I mean, the yep. guy played 29 games last year, 82 the year before that. Um, so, right, health has not been on his side. But when he's in there, the guy has produced 129 way to run create plus this year, 127 the year before. You know, this is a guy who was like a bust. And then, yeah, like not to the Lowry effect, but kind of had like a late resurgence in his career. Like he came back around and showed that he can actually produce, you know, offensively. So... I think this could be a, a treat because we don't need more or less like a long-term solution in the outfield. We, we need something right now. Um, and Chisenhall could produce that. And if he can be that guy until Polanco is healthy or maybe even more, the thing is too, like you might have a really, really good fourth outfielder on your hands when Polanco is healthy, you know, if he does stay healthy. And if he doesn't, well, hopefully Polanco's coming back and it's still okay because you probably got him on the cheap. So that's why I think Chisholm could be a really good um, treat <laughs> for the Pirates. <laughs> Couldn't remember what there it was. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, that was it. Okay. So second to the last, uh, we're going to wrap it up for you with the Grandy Man, Curtis Granderson. <laughs> Granderson. Look, I, I love Granderson. I, I actually, I'm, I was trying to think of the year. I met him back in 2008. He, he did a rehab start when he was with the Tigers with our minor league team. He was there for like three days because 
They, I think he had like a thumb injury and it was lingering, so they just kept him down there. And he was like there for like a, I think like the whole week. He was awesome, um, you know, like first class guy. And the dude just keeps hitting. He's hit everywhere he's gone. Um, even this past year, at the age of 37, he's not hitting for average, but still gets on base, still has a great eye, still has that power. Um, I, I like Granderson, and like you mentioned, I he'll be 38. It's insane. But, like, we might need somebody, like you mentioned with Chisinau, we might need somebody, like, just for a little bit while Polanco's uh, getting healthy. And then even when Polanco comes back, maybe just somebody that can kind of be a fourth outfielder. Um, and maybe someone like Granderson's a better to rely on than a Luplo. I'm going to go treat Donardo. I'm 100% with you. Uh, I think one more year in the sun for Granderson. I am I think, with uh, you. I would yeah. love Curtis Granderson playing right field on opening day for the Pirates. Absolutely yeah, the, the, love it because I think 20, it would come at a really good value. 26 home runs in 2017, had 13 last year in limited time. Uh, you know, was traded to the from the Blue Jays to the Brewers. Um, the, yeah, dude, the dude hits. He yes, hits. he does. Still he, he's doing had it. A hell of a career. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm so with you. That's actually like one of the top guys I think that they should target for the outfield replacement. I like it because it's perfect because it's not like, you know, once Polanco comes back, it's not like you're like, oh, we can't bench Granderson. I mean, he, yeah. he's at that oh, point of his like career. He's going to get a one-year $5 million <laughs> deal probably. Right. You know, yeah. $8, $8 million maybe still. Like, and I'd be, do it. I'd, be a lot, I'd be a lot more comfortable with him out there starting for three months than Luplo. Mm, yes. So, yes. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Last one, Donardo. Ended on a on an interesting note. <laughs> Joey Bats, baby. Jose Batista. Oh, it's homecoming. Of, it's homecoming. Bring him back. It. So we're going to get him, him back the, so he can retire a pirate. Yeah, we're going to we're going to have Joey Batista at the early part of his career when he wasn't good and then we're going to bring him back again when he isn't good anymore. Sign <laughs> all the old ass free agents. You know what's really weird is I mean the whole like his 2018 season was just weird. I mean, he doesn't get signed, which the way the offseason went last year, I mean, not shocking, you know, that he was out there. Comes back, the Braves give up on him. You know, he was on the Braves the for the Mets 12 get games. him, and then he chases <laughs> the, the Philadelphia Phillies, and it was just Dude, like, he, he went around to the whole NL East. Yeah, yeah, he did. And like he he produced in like that's the weirdest way. I mean, his batting average was trash. But the guy still got on base. He still hit for a decent enough average. I, I don't know. You know, and again, it comes down to like the Granderson situation. Like you, you don't really need a guy there full time. You need a guy in there for a little bit. And if you think Granderson is going to be cheap, this guy's got to be even cheaper. Right. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe Joey bats makes sense at right field. The defense, that's the thing too. Like the defense wasn't really that bad last year. I mean, we saw, a play where it was really bad, but then you saw <laughs> a few plays where it was like, "Yeah, this guy can still play defense at his age." So I don't think it's going to be much of like a liability per se if they go and get this guy as a right fielder. You know, not so much like a DH or actually, and he played third last year too. He went back to third base. So I think this guy could come really cheap, could provide some, as they like to say, cheap power, but it's still like he gets on base. I I, I don't I don't hate this either. It's it's one of those like how much of a trick could it be when you know he's getting a one year couple million dollar deal? Yeah, you know? I think that's it. Yeah, like is it, if we said like one five for Granderson, like is he going to get one for two? I mean, he basically right. signed a minor league deal last year. 
there might be one of those deals where he signs cheap and then with a bunch of incentives and things like that. All right, we'll give but, him the incentives then too. Yeah, if he hits I mean, those incentives, yeah. then that's gonna be good for us. So incentives, World Series MVP, we'll give you a couple more million. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> and he's gonna laugh so. and say, "World Series? I know I'm not hitting that incentive. Let me go sign over here." Who wait? Who was the guy this past year that had that in his? That had that in his um, incentive. Oh, my God. It was like some... Was it World r- Series or was it MVP? I feel like someone had, like, MVP and he laughed at it. I think it was World Series MVP, which is even oh, stupid. Oh, okay. You know what? That, that could be it then. World Series MVP. That could be it. Yeah. Now that you said that, I remember. That? Because you read it. Like, I mean, first off, this guy getting MVP in anything. <laughs> right. But it's like, no, it's got to be the World Series. Uh, I, I'm looking at this. I, I, I can't think of who that was. Oh God, I can't. Remember. I don't know. That's gonna be hard to even find because it, usually... it would be something like a Batista, like the guy that we're thinking of. It would be like right. Batista, like okay, if you're a World Series MVP. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So that's that's our trick or treat batters trick or edition. Treat. That's it. And uh, what next week we'll do uh, the pitching side of things. Yep. Which has a ton of relievers. And some good names out there. And we're going to have a special guest. Oh. Oh, we are. Oh. bring I'll bring my six-pack. I need more than a six-pack. <laughs> oh, unless uh, you might not anymore these days, Ryan. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to get one, two limit here. <laughs> yeah, we might have a drunk talk next week. There we go. So With stay who? tuned to that. Or, or that's the tease. I mean, if you don't know by now, the only drunkard on Twitter. <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't know the tea, it's the dude drinks a lot. That's all you need to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. There you go. So that's it. That wraps up our show this week. We'll catch like you all next week, though. Yes, sir. So any uh, any last words? Uh, North Shore 9 is, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. We got to get the updated percentage. Uh, I am now at 95% chance to win. Uh, Kamara has 26.80 points. So the Saints have 30 points, and Breeze has 115 yards. I mean, really though? That, that's what that's what they are now, though. It's like it's all they they run the football, man, or they dump it off to him. But like, there's not even like a whole lot of rushing yards. <laughs> they, uh, I think they think they had a pick six. Oh, did they? Jumps. Okay. Yeah, but Kamar, maybe Kamara's throwing the football. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. He's got 26 well, no. points. T- Taysom Hill threw it. He's one for one with 44 yards. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Trick play. <laughs> trick. Yeah, there you go. Trick. All trick. right. We're out of here. We'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye. Can't wait. Peace.